Yes, 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 yes. Hey guys, welcome back to getting started with stock charts. The money flow way. I'm going to bounce around, man. I told you I'm going to give you more than you pay for. It's not going to be just some boring ass stock class. We're going to talk about how to implement these charts with the money flow. Um, that's what it's about. When you start out with stock charts, and again, I'm going to bounce around, okay? Look up here. You got the smart chart window. It's in the dead center of your console, okay? And then if you look down, you got member tools, your chart lists, right? None of this is complicated. You got chart tools up here underneath. You got articles, right? You got stock charts, TV, really weird, boring TV, but it's, you know, I wish they'd give me a show. And then you have, man, we should talk to them. Like, I wonder if I could do that. And then chart school and then your dashboard, okay? This is where we're at now. In the center of the dashboard, you got the market overview. I'm going to be honest. I don't spend a lot of time looking at this kind of stuff. Because inside of my, and we'll get into the folders and stuff, I, I'm covering this my own way, okay? But you could come over here and look, and it'll show you where the S&P is, NASDAQ, New York Stock Exchange. You could go look, and what's the difference? You know, most of the big stocks that we're trading are inside the S&P 500, and some of those overlap. They're all, you know, they're in the NASDAQ, which, you know, these are your tech stocks. And then, you know, we got our small caps here, and these can all be represented by different ETFs, but maybe some of the penny stocks you're trading, they're inside of here, right? The VIX, I would advise you to stay away. But this box up here, stock charts called smart charts, and they claim this isn't, you know, this is their award-winning software, which I, I advocate. I, I use it because it works on my phone, it works on my computer, it works on my laptop. Like, you know, I can't show you because I'm screencasting, but, you know, all of this you know, is being, can be used um, from any device, which is super cool. Click over here, you know, on your name and then go to a, your account. Uh, it's going to show you, you know, the status. I probably don't need to stay there, uh, you know, given my personal information, but I <clears throat> can't do much with that one. It's expired anyway. But that'll show you like, your personal info, um, um, you know, you, the different plan options. I have a pro account and then I have, I pay for real-time data, okay? I think if you were going to be serious about this, if you're really trading, if you really want to do something, then, you know, you need a pro account. I don't know why, why would you be attempting something to, that could change your life, make you a lot of money? And you, it's like, kind of like buying, Hey, I'm just going to, I'm not going to use a real skill saw or buy real, you know, insurance for my rental property. Like it's a fucking tool. This is a tool for you to use in your trading. This here is called sharp, sharp charts. When you put in a ticker symbol here, it will take you to the chart setup that you've decided to create for yourself. And as we go through and build it, you're going to come over here. And we've talked about this in the last video. The very first option underneath the chart, when you put it in, is annotate. Now, based on your subscription level, you may not have access to all these tools. So I can't imagine trading and not having the RSI, the four moving averages I use, the TSI, the MACD histogram, the statistics, and then I keep this one on here for you guys, the regular MACD. But I can't imagine not having all of these tools, and I can't imagine not having it in real time. So I can't stress to you enough that if your goal is to actually trade stocks, be good at it, become a serious trader, you've got to have an actual account, okay? you got to have all these tools. Stop being cheap. 
Stop being cheap. And I, I know a lot of you are. You're being cheap. And it's the you shouldn't be doing it. We went over a lot of this over here. But if we go back, <clears throat> um, back to our thing, if you look over here to the right, you're going to see market movers. These are going to tell you what stocks are moving. I'm be honest. I'm not one for coming over here and just looking to see what's Look, I own ATOS. I didn't need to see this to know that ATOS was down. I own the stock and I looked at it. I own the stock of SRNE. So of those 15 stocks here that are down the biggest, I'm in both of them. So I didn't need this to tell me because my own going through my own charts will tell me and we'll talk about that. So I don't know. Maybe these are time savers for some people. I don't really look like get down in here. You can create scans. I know some of you guys have really gotten into this. You, you know, it's time saver. Eh, I don't know. I consider myself, um, they used to have these things called tape readers. And these were people who could watch the tape go across the screen. And tape readers could get a feel for what was going on in the market. I'm a tape reader, except I'm a chart reader. And I get a feel for what's going on in the markets. And I know some people rush for time. No, I make time. This is what I like to do with my time. You get what I'm saying? Like you can't filter playing the piano. Like you, you, you play it because you like to play it. I like to look at charts. I like looking at companies. I like keeping up with Uber every day. I like knowing where Exxon is and Chevron and Conoco. Like through my daily routine of going through charts, and we're going to look at that, I find stuff on sale. And then that leads me to looking at the the sectors, which gets my mind moving, which gets me into the matrix and into the money flow, man. So I'm not trying to do this as fast as I can. I'm trying to do it because I can't. Big difference that gives me a huge advantage over a lot of people. These are different uh, folders that I have set up. Stocks under a dollar, uh, $10 and under penny stocks, 3X funds, ARC funds, ARC funds, Bellwether stocks, boot camp, China Place, crypto, crypto list, defense stocks, dividend kings, dogs of the Dow, Dow 30, IBD, IBD 20, income opportunities from Baron Index. Now, I don't need to look at all of these. This is a new one I've been working on, M1 high yield portfolio. It's 25 stocks. This portfolio pays a dividend of 5.5%. Let's click on that. Right? And then right here, it gives us a list of all the stocks. Right and over here, we can see some things, volume, but I don't spend, I'm going to be honest, I don't spend much time in this kind of configuration like this. And we could click and go to the other one. So let's go over here. What's on, What's in stocks under $10? We click it. These are all the stocks that I have in that chart portfolio. And so look, this does kind of help us in a way as we can look over here and say industry, mobile communications, pharmaceuticals, 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 medical equipment, exploration, waste disposal. Gold mining, biotech, blah, blah, blah. See, so we have all these different sectors represented. And, and as we build out these folders, we can look at that. Well, let's go over here to Dogs of the Dow. These are right out of my free ebook. So every year I'm trying to keep up with these. Well, what are there? 10 stocks. Look at the different sectors. Sector, healthcare, technology, energy, mineral, materials, technology, staples, industrial, healthcare, communication services, and staples. So this can tell us a little bit about our 10 stock portfolio, right? So you can dig a little deeper. You can look inside. Okay, what are the stocks? Amgen, Cisco, Chevron, Dow, IBM, Coca-Cola, 3M, Merck, Verizon, and Walgreens, right? But when I click on the stock of it, what appears is what I have over here 
saved as default. So go to the chart, go down to where it says annotate, go down one more where it says chart styles, bottom left-hand corner, right? And when you click save as default, any of the indicators, moving averages, or anything that are on this screen, now, every time that you put it into sharp charts, which is any of these search boxes, so if I was to put AT&T or do whatever I put, it, whatever I have saved is what it saves, okay? Um, I've been playing with removing, you see these little lines on the chart here? See those lines, those little dotted lines? That's called the grid. And come down here. So go down to chart attributes. First thing you see, left-hand corner is what? Period. We're on a daily. Range. Fill the chart. I mean, I want to see the full amount of the time I've suggested, right? Bars, five. What type are? We already we talked about this in the beginning of the course. OHLC is open, high, low, close, and I'm using bars. If you want to use candlesticks, it's the next option up, right? The size, this screen right now is 700. I typically leave it in there because I'm a guy that posts to the internet a lot and 700 formats to the phone. If I'm on my computer and I'm cool with this, I might just take a drop it to 1600, hit update, and now look, it spreads it out. And so I can back up. Now, what does that allow me to do? Remember, we talked about this. Come over here to annotate. And let's say big picture, Do I, am I can I see some support and resistance? Look at that. See how that drawn? If you've traded with me for a minute, you know, that's a kangaroo tail. We ignore that, right? So has price ever stopped here before? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. What do you think it's probably going to do there? <laughs> so if it's coming into that and you have my book, The Money Flow, look at the RSI up here. When that gets extreme, what happened last time it got extreme? What about these two times? What about this time? Those were all the tops, right? The money flow is telling you, look, when you see the RSI go extreme, what do we do? Now, we should have just read some stuff about moving averages, right? Well, what do we see going on with the moving average? The 20 days pointing up. See that? It's going up. Look at the 5, the 10. They're all moving up. Remember our picture example of those? The zoom in picture we had with the 5 day, the 10 day, the 20. They're all pointing up. What does the RSI tell us? We have room to go. So we don't need to sell here. Where we need to look at possibly selling some is right in here because every time that price gets there for eight times consecutively in a row, price has stopped. So if we get the RSI signaling and we get support and resistance and we get the fundamental belief inside the money flow that price will go to where it has been before and stop. Look, down, where did it go? Where it was before and stopped. So now as it goes up, where's it gonna stop? Where it was before. And those concept of it'll stop where it did before is what creates support and resistance. And you say, well, what if it breaks through that one? Good. It goes to the next one where it was before. And so you'll hear me say it may not catch every top and every, it may, it's, they say you can't, well, you can't buy tops and sell, you can't buy bottoms and sell tops. Okay. But you can buy every bottom and sell every top. Hmm. Okay. That means we operate inside uncertainty, right? So let's take this back down. So if we have a blank chart, and if you hit dashboard, that's gonna take you back to where I was. So if I click dashboard, we go all the way back to there, right? But we have an empty chart, so come over here. It's completely empty. It's a chart of Uber. If I come over here and click annotate, and come up here, I can click what's called a rectangle. And I could use this rectangle to start finding four and five bar patterns that create boxes. 
and I recommend you do this on a regular basis. And inside of boxes, you're going to find bigger boxes that just visually look like boxes. I would encourage you to play this out, do this kind of exercise often. Soon you don't need the tool to do that, so we want to save that. Now, what else could we do over here? We come over here to annotate, and you click the little bar, and you get the option for trend line, vertical line, right, horizontal. I don't know, you know, I don't need all this other stuff, but let's let's do horizontal. Can we find points where prices touch multiple times? Doesn't have to be perfect. And you'll get better at doing this as you do it more often. See how there were three there? See these here? And then now this is horseshoes and hand grenades, okay? This isn't science. It doesn't have to be perfect, but just looks like it's pretty obvious. Like we might even go with this over here, right? Man, you could take it down to right in here. In other words, price is staying inside of this box. And if it breaks out of this box, the money flow teaches price goes where it was before. If where price was before is below what most analysts think is the true value, you have a setup that's not only perfect technically on the charts, but now it's perfect in the fundamental research. And so we've outsourced the long, hardest, boring shit of reading all about the you know EBITDA and cash flow. And now if you enjoy that, go do it, but you can't outsource that. Be careful outsourcing the charting part because that is where you flow, man. That is the money flow, being in tune with these stocks. So as we see Uber pushing up against the top of the bands, what do you think I'm going to think if we come through this this week? So I need a full position now because where I'm going is here. And as long as we stay above here, this, this trade is intact. If we were to break this, where I think it's going to go, where it was before. And so I'm operating within this realm of uncertainty, trying to get to where it was before, which is below true value. So I know it can do it because it's done it before. Does that make sense? So now let's take all that that I just said to you real fast. Come over here, come down below, annotate, come down to charts, styles, and go to where it says chart attributes. We're on a daily. We got fill the chart field. We got, I'm using open OHLC bars, which is open, high, low, close bars. Set it default. I use auto color. I want it, which auto color is red and black. I've been using red and black my whole life. I just leave it. You could change it, make it purple and green. I got the grid off here. We talked about the grid. Let's do grid dashed and just hit it for a second. See the little dashes behind it? That's on or off, whatever you prefer. I think people like it because it gives a little bit of order to the thing. I've been playing with turning it off. <laughs> Right. It gives me a clean white background, makes it easier to post charts for you guys and to teach from. Now it's going to make this moving average pop. So come over here to where it says overlays. We already went through this. I uncheck full quote. I uncheck price labels and I uncheck solid candles and I uncheck zoom thumbnail and I check log scale, color volume, smooth lines and extended hours. Cross that checkbox. Those are the only ones that I have checked. Log scale, color volume, smooth lines. Y label, Y axis labels, and extended hours. Okay. Coming over to overlay, we're going to put on the simple moving average. Overlays are just as they imply. This is price overlaying what you're seeing on this chart. So we've established we're either going to use bars or we're going to use candles. But the moving average, when we get into this, is going to be the same for you as it is for me. The default setting is probably going to be blue. We don't do blue, and the default goes to 50. We're going to change the 50 to a 20. 
That's 20 days. There are 20 trading days in the average month. This lets me see where is price in relation to its average month average. And I'm going to change that color to green. I want to make the style solid, baby. We want to go solid. So again, overlay, simple moving average, change the parameters to 20. Style, we want to click solid. Color, we're going with green and we're hitting update. Now, if you were to come back up to the chart, come just under where we talked about annotate, print, share, permalink, past data, instructions, report problems. If you look directly below permalink right there, if you click save as default, whenever you come up here to sharp charts and put in a ticker symbol, it will always have this blank screen with this one green line, meaning that becomes your default setting. We want to build that out so that yours looks like mine inside of what we call the money flow, right? That's what we're trying to get to. So we got the 20-day moving average plotted on this Uber chart. Now, notice right here what I talk about, price getting away from the moving average. In any direction, whether it be down or whether it be up, when price gets too far away from the mothership, which is where this the foundation, the mothership is the 20-day moving average, that green line. When price gets really far from it, it's like a rubber band effect. It gets snapped back. Now, we can figure out where that snap is about to happen based on what we call, they call them indicators. Technically, it's an oscillator. And this is central to the money flow moving average, and it's called the RSI, created by the same guy that created, uh, wait, what went wrong? Hold on, we just had a problem. Never had that happen. Nope, we accidentally put it on bottom. The default is to put your RSI on bottom. We don't want it on bottom because this is central, central to the money flow trading system. So we need it on top. So come down to indicators below overlays. The reason they call them overlays is they're overlaying price. It's on top of. You don't want your RSI overlaying price or you won't be able to read it correctly. So drop down to indicators near the bottom of the screen. It needs to be on 14. See where it says position? Click above. This is where if you have a limited account, they're only going to allow you to do a couple of these, okay? Now, there we are. So now we have the 20-day moving average, which is the foundation of, that the money flow is built upon. We talk about this in the money flow trading system book. And then we have the RSI. Now, let's see when these two line up. Click annotate. Click the line button. Click vertical. And just kind of remember, horseshoes and hand grenades, right? Horseshoes and hand grenades. Lay it over it and look down. Somewhere down in here, we're going to say is the bottom. Why? A couple things happened. Price got too far away from this green line. It's rocketing down. It doesn't stay that way. Again, think in terms of rubber band. You stretch it out, it comes back. This is the rubber band. So what is our signal that maybe it's gone too far? It's this indicator called the relative strength index. It's an oscillator. It is measuring that prices move too far and too fast in too short a time. It, it calculates 14 days. So there's a math formula. It's some boring ass math that we get to visually see, like I talked about, we get to visually see it on this. What we're really concerned with are the extreme lows and the extreme highs. Everything in the middle, not so important, but extreme lows, and extreme highs are really, really important. So this was a zone of importance for us. Now we need to find out, is, is this level down here cheap? 
Now, we, that was where we go to fundamental research, right? So we could come up here, and I recommend you do this. This is a company called Tip Ranks. Go to Tip Ranks. And I use others. I don't show everybody everything I subscribe to because it's – I don't want you spending 2000 a year on research. You might not need at first. It might just overload you. You'll find what you need. Go to Tip Ranks. We put in Uber. It brings it up. They say it's worth $72.40. That's an implied 40% upside. That's 27 analysts give it a strong buy. The price fell to an extreme low at $44. Now, the money flow, and this is where we're going to – okay, so now we know the RSI and we know the 20. So we got the rubber band effect and we got the RSI on extreme. But how do we know when to pull the trigger? Well, you got to go back over here to overlays. Click – exponential moving average there's a difference between a simple moving average and an exponential moving average pretty sure i talked about this on the whiteboard we're going to change this to five okay we're going to come over here to this color and we're going to do solid and over here on color we're going to do red this is our red alert this is our indicator this is our trigger inside of the money flow that it is time to take action click update now i just want you to see the obvious which is the crossovers for just a second you see, when price crosses over, we can conclude that the trend has changed. But guess what? You can get into these zones of whipsaws. See those? That's what kills moving average traders. That's why we can't just use moving averages. we got to create the boxes. We've got to look at support and resistance. We've got to add fundamental information. And we've got to have a way of determining, are we just caught in a channel? Are we building some giant-ass box and not a little box? And what will happen is you'll have money flow patterns inside of money flow patterns, which is what you're seeing here. Look, sideways up, sideways down, sideways up, sideways down, sideways up, sideways down, inside of just a bigger, what looks like a money flow pattern. See it? And so we have to have, this is where experience comes in. This is where you can't just filter all of this shit. You have to be able to visually look at it and go, oh, I've seen this play out before, right? And, and be able to use that to your advantage. So... When I get an extreme reading to the downside and I got the rubber band effect going on, what I'm looking for is for price to put in a pivot bottom. These are pivot points, the very low. And so each day you would draw a new circle. One of these circles will be the low. How we know it's the low? Because we're going to, counting that one, we're going to have four bars, one, two, three, four. And I'm looking for it to close above the trigger, the red line. Now, if all of that lines up, RSI extreme, price is extended, price stops dropping, right? What did I do? Oh, that's cool. I didn't know you could do that. See how I pulled that up? Learn something new every day. Price stops dropping, dropping, price closes above the thing, building what we call a box. And the fundamental value of the company is $72. We can now combine technical with fundamentals with the stages of the money flow. So let's go back out. Now, that's the five and the 10. Now, you know, if you've read the book, I also have the, the 10 day exponential moving average and I have the 200. I have an entire book coming on how I use the 200, how it changes things. There's, it's another pattern within the pattern. It's a pattern within the money flow that I call the bread and butter. And it's for trading big, big, big dividend stocks. That, and these trades are, I mean, it's, I mean, it's shocking how well it works. So we're working on that. So now on the screen, if you come over here, 
we have the simple 20. We have the simple 10. Let's go ahead and add the five. I won't go into a long conversation about the five, but let's pull the five up. Let's make it solid. Let's make it blue, right? We want these colors to be the same all the time, right? And let's update that. And so now we have the money flow forming. Notice what's happening with the moving averages. If we go to the book and we look at the section on moving averages, the numerical alignment is super important. I talked about this in the whiteboard. Now we're seeing it happen. The 10's pointing up, the 5's pointing up, the 20's pointing up. They're numerically aligned. Prices above all. There's room on the RSI. The fundamental value is higher. And so we have this push, the wave, the wind is to our backside as it moves up. All right, let's see. Where are we at? Now, some people have a hard time vis visually seeing the white, and you'll see a lot of traders will have black backgrounds. We can we could do that. Um, let's try. You could change. See, so that went blue. Maybe that helps you. Um, don't really care for that. So back to auto. Right. And as we spread this out right now, again, I got it on a phone setting, right? A portrait. Let's take it out a little bit. Let's go. See, so now we can see more months on our daily chart, clear lines. Right. And so if we come over here and now we start playing with our lines and we're like, are we finding good support? I mean, has price been here before? And it's like, look at this, man. One, two, basically three, four. These it held it anyway. As soon as it came under and came right back, that's super bullish. And then has it ever been to our target before? So you see how backing up a little bit, just backing the chart up. Not the time frame. We're still on a daily. We just backed it up a little bit, right? But now, even if you look at that, don't you see the big pattern within the pattern of the giant sideways? And then it came down. Now we're going sideways again. And now what? We should break to the upside. And the RSI, the pull from the moving average, the putting in the pivot bottom, the price getting above the five to then the breakout and then the logical target, all of that's possible because of charts, man. Like charts make us be able to see this in clear time. Let's see. Let's back this up. Uh, we'll back it out a little bit more. All of the uh, sharp charts, which is what uh, stock charts call their charts, have several common visual images, um, regardless of their settings. You, you know, you're putting in a ticker symbol, the chart header. You know, this is all the same. The price is plotted the same. Price will be over here on the right. The the month and days are usually left to right across the bottom. The volume. If you use volume is over here, your indicators are always going to go below or on top. Your colors as default are always going to be red and black because they're universal. Um, I've always set my moving averages to green. I like solid lines. I don't need a two. I don't need the 50 day. It doesn't do anything. I need the 5, 10, 20 and 200. And so I usually do the 200 in gold. So let's come back over here to the. To, we're going to do simple moving average. We're going to set it to 200, we're gonna do solid line and we're gonna do color is gold. And we click update and there we go. And now we add the element and the, you know, the, the idea of the 200 day into the equation as well. 
And we know that price falling down to it, it's like a magnet. It tends to hold it. But when it breaks below it, it tends to go down and then it's drawn back to it. And so the, it's, it's really like a magnet, a web, the 200-day. And that's what my uh, upcoming book, Bread and Butter System, is all about, using that 200 inside of this idea of the money flow. Um, okay, we'll wrap this video up there. I don't want to make these too long. We'll keep going, looking at chart settings, colors, setting the backgrounds. And we're just going to, you know, we're going to fumble through this and we're going to get you through comfortable using it. And then we're going to get into setting up our, our uh, up here, creating our, um, our first list, what we're going to chart, what we're going to watch, what we're looking at. Okay. God bless.